Blog Talk Radio. What's going on? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, back for another broadcast of the By Faith We Good podcast and radio show. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. Y'all already know what I'm getting ready to say. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited because God is amazing. And I'm just grateful and humbled for the opportunity every single time we come together to share a word from the Lord with you. I'm grateful to be a chosen vessel by God. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. So check it out, family. We're back on PKN Purpose Kingdom Network. I want to take a moment very quickly to shout out all of my family, all of you all around the world. Shout out to all of my Facebook family. Shout out to all of my Instagram family. Shout out to all of my Twitter family. Shout out to all of my YouTube family because we are streaming live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter tonight. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family. What's going on? Shout out to all of God's messengers and shout out to all of our faithful listeners We greatly appreciate you. And most importantly, listen, let's all of us together, collectively, let's shout out to God. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. God is amazing. God is amazing, right? Well, check it out, family. It's the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show, and it's yours truly, Minister Bernard Marrow. And I am back as we continue in this series titled Keep Your Faith in motion. And I just want to make mention, family, that it is the 1,857th broadcast on Purpose Kingdom Network. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Wow. God is amazing. God is doing great things here at PKN, and I'm grateful to be a part of the PKN family. Shout out to our CEO, Pastor Toy Daly, she's so faithful, dedicated, and diligent with this vision and with this mission, and we know that God is going to bless her exceedingly abundantly above all that she can ask or think according to his power that is at work within her. So as always, family, let's get into it. I only got an hour. It's three minutes after the hour, and I want to make sure you get this word tonight from the Lord. With that being said, Let us pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, we love you. Father, we honor you. We give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for all you've done. We thank you for all you're doing. We thank you for all that you will do. We come together tonight to decree and declare, have your way, Holy Spirit, In Jesus' name, Father, have your way tonight. Say, have your way tonight. Have your way, Holy Spirit. 
in the name of Jesus. Have your way and be in the midst tonight. Take control tonight. Make your presence known. Let your love be felt. Be glorified tonight. Be exalted tonight. Be adored tonight. Be magnified tonight. Be lifted up high, higher than all the earth tonight. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're so wonderful, God. You're so awesome, God. You're so amazing, God. Hallelujah. Have your way in the name of Jesus. Be in the midst of every home. Be in the midst of every workplace. Be in the midst, hallelujah, of every community. Be in the midst of every school, every daycare, wherever your children are tonight. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Have your way in Jesus' name. Bless your word, Father, that your word go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that we install it, live by it, and share with others. In Jesus' name, we pray that someone will rise and ask the most important question they will ever ask, what must they do to be saved? We thank you, Jesus, that as we lift up your name, you will draw all closer to you. And it is so to you. Be all the honor, the glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, family, are you ready for the word from the Lord for tonight? Let me ask you one more time. Are you ready for the word from the Lord on tonight? Because I know I am. So check it out. Let's get into it. We are in part 15, part 15 of this series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion. How many of you know it's so important that we keep our faith and strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. How many of you know it's so important that we keep our faith strong in who God is and in his word? How many of you know that we have to be in our faith and not our feelings? You have to be in faith and not your feelings because if you are in your feelings, you are not in faith. And if you're not in faith, listen, the enemy is going to try to come at you. So you got to be in faith. Why? Because our foundational scripture is 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, where the word of the Lord says his word is at work in those who believe. God's word is at work in those who believe. So when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. You got to keep your faith in motion. Why? Because when your faith is in motion, so is the new job. If it's in motion, so is your healing. When your faith is in motion, so is your restoration. When your faith is in motion, so is your provision. When your faith is in motion, so is the vision. You got to keep your faith family, our focus for this evening is the faith of the centurion, the faith of the centurion, all right, the faith of the centurion. Now, I also want to encourage you with believe and it's done. Believe and it's done. So we're going to talk about the faith of the centurion, 
And in the New Living Translation, because I'm going to read tonight Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 to 13 in the New Living Translation. So I just want to put this out there, family, that in the New Living Translation, the Word of God says the Roman officer, the Roman officer. But in the King James Version, it says the centurion, all right? I know many of us are very familiar with the King James Version of this passage, of this chapter, when it comes to the centurion. But the New Living Translation says the Roman soldiers. So tonight we're going to talk about the faith of the centurion, and I'm going to encourage you with believe, and it's done in Jesus' name. So check this out. Let's get into it. Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 to 13 in the New Living Translation. Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 to 13 in the New Living Translation. So the word of the Lord says, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, pleaded with him. He says, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed, and in terrible pain. And so Jesus said, I will come and heal him. But the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my house. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant healed. Glory to God. And so he says, I know this because I am under the authority of my superior officers. He says, and I have authority over my soldiers. Only need to say go, and they go. They come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. Tyrion, this Roman soldier, he knew. Where was that tonight? He understood how authority works. He understood the authority Jesus had and still has today. He understood the power in speaking with authority. And so he says, I say do this, and they do it. Now let's continue to read. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. He was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. I want you to remember that. I have not seen faith like this in all Israel. Because this Roman officer, this centurion, he told Jesus, you don't have to go to my house to heal my servant. Just speak the word from where you are. Jesus said, whoa, wait a minute now. I ain't never seen faith in the earth like this since I've been in here, right? And so he tells them, I have not seen faith like this in all. Tell you this. Jesus says, and I tell you this, that many Gentiles will come from all over the world from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob at the feast in the kingdom of heaven. He says, but many Israelites, those for whom the kingdom was prepared, will be thrown into out of darkness where there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Now, let me break this down. 
this is crazy because let me break this down. Jesus just said, family, was the kingdom was prepared for Israel. We all know Israel, Israelites, the children of Israel, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they were stubborn. They were religious leaders. They were caught up in religion. They were disobedient. Some of them were against God. And so the kingdom being prepared for Israel uh, ended up being prepared for the Gentiles. What God prepared for them, us ended up taking advantage of it because they were not in position. And so what Jesus was saying was, the people who I prepared the kingdom for are going to miss out, but everybody else are going to end up drawing closer to me because now I'm stretching forth for them. I'm extending the invitation to them because they are receptive to who I am. They're finding out who I am. They're finding out about what I'm able to do, right? And so he says, but many of Israel those for whom the kingdom was prepared will be thrown into out of darkness where there will be weeping and gashing of teeth. Let's keep reading. Then Jesus said to the Roman officer, go back home. You believed it happened. The young servant was healed that same hour. And the young servant was healed that same hour. This is exactly why I want to encourage you tonight with believe and it's done. Because Jesus told this Roman officer, Jesus told the Sertarian that because of your faith, it had already happened. Done while he was still in the presence of God. There's a revelation I'm going to share about this tonight because many of you, you may be in a situation where there's times where you've had your moments where you needed God to show up, where you needed God to provide, when you've needed God to heal, when you've needed God to deliver. You've had your moments when, when you had personal needs, but also you've had moments when you had a need for God for somebody else. Come on. You've had a moment when you've had a need for God to do something in the midst of your family, in the midst of your job, in the midst of your community, you've had a need where you needed God to show up for your children. You needed God to show up for your spouse. You needed God to show up for your family members. You need God to show up for your family that doesn't live in the same state as you. You needed God to show up. You sat in the seat of an intercessor, and you begin to intercede on their behalf because at this point, you didn't want to be selfish. You didn't want to make it all about you, but because you recognize a need somewhere else involving somebody else, you had a need for God to show up and do it for them. We go, I'm going to reveal this revelation concerning that to you if you bear with me. You don't want to miss it. So let's get into it. Believe and it's done. And we want to talk about tonight the faith of this centurion. Talk about this tonight, family. So check it out. Your faith, oh God, do things beyond you and beyond where you are. 
get into this tonight. Y'all know, when I'm talking about faith, I'm not going to put no limit or no restriction on the Holy Spirit. Faith, having faith is not religious. Having faith is not traditional. Having faith is not about status. It's not about material things. Having faith is about being effective in doing what God put you here to do. It's about being able to manifest the word of God simply because you have faith. It's about having faith that gets God's attention. It's about being in faith so that you're covered. It's about being in faith so that you can speak those things that be not as though they are. It's about being in faith so that you can back off the enemy. Hallelujah. In every circumstance, it's about being in faith so that you can operate in the full potential that God has given you, that he's created you to flow in. Being in faith so that you can fully experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So I want to tell you tonight, uh, because I don't know about you, I'm ready for miracles, signs, and wonders. I don't know about you, but I want to see God do something I ain't never seen him did before. I want to see God do something that others say is impossible. (laughs) I want to see God do something that others say can't be done. I want God to show up in ways like nobody else can because I've gotten to know him for myself. I've seen what God can do. I know that he can do beyond what's natural. I know God is a supernatural God. I don't know about you, but if you ask me, God does all things well. God is perfect in all his ways. God makes no mistakes. God is always on time. God does the impossible. He sees the unseeable. He's able to manifest the unbelievable. He's able to do the the impossible. Why? Because there's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing that he cannot fix. And because God is not a man that he should lie. A man having to repent. All right, let's get into it. Woo! So check it out. Your faith in God things beyond where you are. On you, not limited where you are. Not limited on what you're going through. Not limited. Restricted. Let's get into it. So in Matthew, you know, Jesus, he addressed the needs of the people in a way that had never been done before. He healed the sick, and he cast out the spirits oppressing the people. When you read the whole chapter of Matthew chapter 8, you'll see how uh, Jesus here healed a man that had leprosy. He, he delivered two men who were possessed with demons. Uh, he healed many people throughout Matthew chapter 8. And so in this chapter, Jesus recognized the needs and he fulfilled the needs. I want to bless you tonight by letting you know that's our responsibility as people of God, as children of God, as joint heirs with Jesus Christ, as ambassadors of Christ, as the salt and the light in the earth, uh, as God's chosen vessels. It is our purpose, it is our responsibility to find the need and fulfill it. 
You want to know how your business is going to be successful when you get into the presence of God and you seek him for an idea, you seek him for a strategy, you got to find the need so that the need can be fulfilled. What is a need in your community? What I'm giving you all this for free tonight, glory to God. What is a need in your community? What is a need that you can recognize in order for you to develop what need needs to be fulfilled in order for you to develop what is needed in order for you to get into the presence of God so he can give you a download on how to go about doing it, on how to develop it, on how to structure it, on how to implement it so that you can be successful in life. That's another summary for another time, but check it out. This had not been done before. Jesus walked through Pernium, and he healed, he delivered, and he restored. This had not been done before and was one of the signs that would tell of the one who would be the true Messiah. Matthew records these events and stated that Jesus was fulfilling the, the prophecy spoken by Isaiah. And so the importance of what we see here, family, is that Jesus, walking as a man in a perfect relationship with God, watch this, he took authority over sickness and every demonic spirit. Jesus, walking as a man in the flesh, still being all God, he took authority over sickness and every demonic spirit. And he is our example of how to flow in our relationship with him, with God. He is our example of how to partner with God. So the words of Jesus are, first of all, a call to believe in him, a call to believe in him. And so anytime you're reading the word of God, if you notice, especially in the Gospels, even in the Old Testament, when you're reading the word of God, you'll see how God continually ex- reveals himself. He reveals himself all the time. When you read the word, you'll see how he continually, continually, continually reveals himself. Why? Because he wants us to know who he is. When he came to the world, when he left his throne and he came to the world, he revealed himself constantly to the disciples and to many others. He wanted them to believe in him and to love him for who he was so that they could be saved, so that they can take advantage of the benefit of no longer being bound or conformed to the world system, no longer being bound or conformed to sin or to the curse, but to be under the grace of God. Almost spoken tongue, God. I feel feel the Holy Ghost, y'all. So let's keep it moving. So our salvation is by faith in Jesus. Our salvation is by faith in Jesus. Lived out, here it is. Some people don't like to hear this. Tell you like it is. Our salvation is by faith in Jesus Christ, and it's lived out. And it's lived out in obedience. You can have absolute confidence in Jesus because he has the authority of God himself. Jesus was amazed at the soterian's faith in him. He said, truly, I tell you, 
I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. The evidence of this faith came, the evidence of this faith came because the centurion believed that Jesus' word alone was sufficient to heal his servant. His rationale for believing this is profound. I need you to catch every word I say tonight. Do not miss out on what's being released through me tonight, all right? So his rationale, this Roman soldier, his rationale for believing this is profound. This centurion recognized that as in the army, authority comes from being under authority. That's why many who have been under leadership and the leadership that has gone on, uh, they were able to receive the mantle of, from the leadership that they were under because they were under that leadership. They were able to receive the anointing of that leadership because they were under that leadership. He knew that authority, as in the army, authority comes from being under authority how authority works. He understood the power of authority. He understood the effectiveness of authority. He understood that there's guaranteed results when you flow in authority, but not just any authority, when you flow in God's authority. Hallelujah. When you flow in God's authority. As in the army, authority comes from being under authority. So Jesus' authority comes from being under the authority of his father, God. The centurion saw that when Jesus spoke, watch this, God spoke. Hey! The centurion got the revelation. The centurion's eyes was open. The centurion, it didn't take much for him, just like the woman with the issue of blood. It didn't take much for her. Just like Jairus, it didn't take much for him. Huh? Listen, it didn't take much for them. When they heard about Jesus, they believed instantly. When they heard about what he done, they believed instantly. And they positioned themselves for the miracle. Said something tonight. They positioned themselves for the miracle. So the centurion, when he saw Jesus, he saw God. He knew when Jesus spoke, God spoke. Can I share a revelation with you tonight? That's why when Jesus died on the cross and he said, I thirst, and he was thirsty, you know why? They gave him vinegar instead of water because when you drink something like vinegar, vinegar, when you drink something that's sour, when you drink something that's tardy and it locks your jaws up, you are unable to speak. So the Roman soldiers, they gave them vinegar instead of water because they themselves knew that when Jesus spoke, miracles happened. That's a revelation for you tonight. They knew that when Jesus spoke, miracles happened. They knew the authority he had in his speaking. They knew that manifestation had to take place when he spoke. So they gave them vinegar instead of water. Carrying. That. That's another word for another time. But <laughs> this centurion, he knew Jesus spoke, God spoke. To have great faith is an, is an 
an unrelenting, totally persuaded type of faith. Can I say it again slower? To have great faith, it is an unrelenting, totally persuaded type of faith. You will not worry, you will not wonder, you will not doubt and guess, you will not question. I'm fully persuaded, just like Abraham. I'm fully persuaded. Abraham was called a friend of God. Abraham was called righteous because of his faith. Listen, God, I'm fully persuaded. God, that you're in control and you can do what I need you to. Oh, God is in the room tonight. So check it out. Unrelenting, totally persuaded type of faith. It is faith that does not give up no matter the situation. Having strong faith, as we talked about on the last broadcast, having strong faith that is unmovable. Unmovable. This centurion, this Roman officer, his faith was so great, I'm getting ready to speak on, was so great that he asked Jesus just to speak the healing that his servant needed rather than go to where his servant was. Having strong faith, family, is knowing that what you requested of God, it is already happening. Just mighty name, I want to drop something on you tonight. If you pray and you make your request known, when you decree and declare a declaration, it already happens in the spirit. Everything is held up in the spirit realm. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even plan to say that tonight. Wow. Nothing is held up in the spirit. Nothing is held up in the spirit. Now, there's spiritual wickedness. There's, there's wicked forces. You remember in the book of Daniel, prayed, and there was spiritual wickedness trying to block what he prayed for. And God had to send one of his strongest angels to move them out the way so that he, Daniel, could receive what he prayed for. See, that's what the enemy will try to do. You got to get hit to the enemy's tactics so that you know how he flows, so that you know how to pray and you know how to deal with him. One of the enemy's tactics, let me help you out tonight. Brother Rob, Pastor Toy, listen, those who are listening tonight, you got to be steadfast in your faith. You got to be steadfast in what you're believing in God for. Here's why. Because here's one of the enemy's tactics. He will block what, he will try to block what you prayed for, make it seem as if God is not answering your prayers so you can turn against God. He tried it with Job. Remember, the angels of heaven went before the Lord. I feel God, y'all. I'm trying to chill. He, the, the angels of God went before the Lord. The angels of heaven went before the Lord. And the word of God in the book of Job, chapter 1, says Satan showed up. And Jesus said, what you doing here? And he says, I've been roaming the earth. And Jesus said, Has you know, have you noticed my servant Job? And he's a man of integrity. He's a man of honor. And Satan, basically, he says, Job only blessed the way that he is. He's only the way that he is because he ain't never been through nothing. He, in other words, he says, let me get at him. Let me take him through something, and I bet you he'll curse you. So God says, go ahead, Satan, go ahead, go ahead against Job, just don't kill him. Now, notice, the enemy had to get God permission, number one, 
But number two, God allowed Job to go through something. So don't be mad and frustrated if God is allowing you to go through something because that means you're going to come out of it better than the way you went in. Glory to God. But I'm pointing out here that the enemy tried to use trials, tribulations, and calamity to get Job to curse God. But Job says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Even when Job's wife came to him and said, you might as well curse God and die. The enemy tried to use Job's wife. He'll try to use other people to come at you to get you to curse God. Job says, you talk like a foolish woman. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. So that's a tactic of the enemy that you have to be aware of. You better not get frustrated and get mad at God as if he's not answering your prayers, because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go to war in the spirit. Go to war in the spirit. You gotta tear down strongholds. You gotta destroy yokes. You gotta declare the word of God by faith, so that you can get what you ask for. Because once you pray and decree and declare a declaration, it already happens in the spirit, and it takes your faith to manifest it into the natural. Glory to God. So having faith is knowing that what you requested of God is already happening in Jesus' mighty name. The Roman officer, this centurion, he understood the effectiveness of speaking by faith and speaking with God's authority. Once again, family, your faith can move God to do things beyond you, beyond where you are. God is never limited to certain people or places. God is never limited to certain people or places. Watch this. Psalm chapter 24, verses 1 and 2 in the King James Version. The word of God says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, and the world, and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Why would God be limited or restricted in a world that he created? Come on, let's make sense out of this. Why would God be limited or restricted in a world that he created? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the floods. This centurion, I believe this Roman soldier understood that. This is also why you don't have to trip even when it comes to your family. Here's the revelation that I wanted to share with you tonight. Please listen to me very closely. Because God is saying to you tonight, through me, that some of you have been tripping. Some of you have been worried. Some of you have been freaking out. Not because of yourself, not because of where you are, but because of somebody else, family, but because of your children, but because of other people that you know. There's a revelation about God. The Lord revealed to me that the thing about God is God reveals things about himself because he wants us to know him for who he truly is, how much he loves us, that he, take, he wants to take care of us. But God wants us to know who he is and what he's able to do so that we have an understanding of how much we can depend on him. 
I want to say that again. God reveals to us ways about himself so that he can know, so that we can know, glory to God, so that we can know how much we can fully depend on him. So here's this revelation. If you go into God's presence and you're praying, please listen to this. When you go into God's presence and you're praying, when, when you're praying for your family, when you're praying for your children, when you're praying for other people, please know that God is handling it. Watch this revelation blow your mind. When I first read this, he spoke to me. He said, Bernard, he said, son, he says, I was talking to this Roman officer. He says, I healed the man while I was talking to him. He says, not only did I heal his servant while I was talking to him. Watch this. This is going to blow your mind. He says, I went to his house while I was still talking to him. (laughs) God says, I went to his house anyway while I was still talking to him. This is blowing my mind. Listen, God says, "I'm, I'm I'm omnipresent. I'm everywhere all at the same time. He says, so even though the centurion told me that, he, that his home, he, he wasn't worthy enough for me to go into his house, Jesus said, I went to his house anyway, and I healed this servant while I was still talking to him. Watch this. God says, when you are in his presence, he says, when you're in his presence praying for his praying for your children, he's dealing with your children while you're in his presence. When you're in his presence, praying for your family. When you're in his presence, praying for your community. When you're in his presence, praying for your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews. When you're in his presence, praying for your coworkers. When you're in his presence, praying for your pastors. When you're in his presence, praying for your church family. God says, I'm dealing with them while you're in my presence. I'm making it happen while you're in my presence. I'm performing miracles while you're in my presence. I'm protecting them while you're in my presence. I'm healing them while you're in my presence. Glory to God. This is why you'll never have to trip. Why you ain't got to worry when you pray for other people, when other people say, pray for me because I'm going through this, I'm going through that, I'm faced with this, I'm faced with that. If you are an intercessor, if you're consistent in your prayer life, if you dwell in the presence of God on a daily, constant basis, God says, while you're talking to me, I'm making it happen for them. Jesus was amazed because I'm going to show you, I'm going to back this up. Back this up. Watch. But I want to point something else out here. Your faith needs. Under your faith, you should stand out. Under your faith, you should stand out. Jesus was amazed at his faith because everyone else didn't have any faith. You read Matthew chapter 8, Jesus says, when this Sartarian told Jesus to speak the word from where you are. You don't have to go to my house. That's another reason why Jesus told me that he went to the man's house and healed his servant while he was, because Jesus said, son, I am the living word. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing it back to my remembrance. He says, I am the living word. I am 
the living word. So when the man told me just to speak the word, he told me to still send myself. I dispatch myself to still go do the work. God says I'm omnipresent and I am the living word. So when he told me to speak the word, I still went to his house while I was still talking to him. You're praying for your children. Nothing to worry about. When they're in college, when they're at work, when they're out with their friends, while you're in his presence, God is doing what you're asking him to do. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that amazing? Can, can, you be at, can you be at ease now? Can you be at peace now? It's okay. It's going to be all right. You can be confident that God is working it out while you're in his presence. Great revelation, right? What a mighty God we serve. But your faith should also make you stand out. I want to point this out very quickly, and then I want to get back into what I just said. Jesus was amazed at, at his faith because everybody else didn't have any faith. So check this out. Luke chapter 18, verse 8. The word of God says, will I find faith in the earth when I return? Will I find faith in the earth when I return? Jesus looked for his children to be in faith. So when he returns, will he find you being obedient? Will he find you in faith? Will he find you declaring his word? Will he find you praying? Will he find you worshiping him in spirit and in truth? Will he find you giving him praise? Will he find you in faith? Stand, family. Faith supposed to make you stand out. See, a lot of people say, oh, you're supposed to be humble. Stop trying to be seen. Stop trying to be stand out. Stop trying to be recognized. It ain't about it being seen. It ain't about being recognized. It's about Jesus being seen. It's about Jesus being recognized. Your faith is supposed to separate you from the world. Your faith is supposed to separate you. Stand out. How do I know? Because Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 8. He says, I have not seen faith like this in all of Israel. I have not seen faith like this in all of Israel. Hallelujah. Jesus was looking for his children to be in. He says, I have not seen faith like this in all of Israel. And I tell you this. So here's here's another revelation, family. Nobody else was in faith. Nobody else was in faith. Is that like the world today where the people of God really in faith? Those in the world think they're in faith. Jesus is looking for those who are in faith. Your faith is supposed to make you stand out. The woman with the issue of blood, her faith made her stand out. Jesus said, somebody touch me. He said, somebody touched me. The disciples said, you got all these people around you talking about somebody touched you. Jesus said, no, somebody touched me because I felt virtue leave my body. I felt healing leave my body. Why? Because faith activates the power of God. Everybody else was following Jesus because they wanted to see more miracles. Isn't that like the world? They're following the crowd because they want to be amazed. 
They want to be excited. They want to see it. Do it again, right? It's like a it's like a musician. Do it again. I want to see it again. It's it's like when we were in school and a fight broke broke out and everybody followed the crowd because they wanted to see the fight. They wanted to see them fight again, right? Well, this crowd was following Jesus miracle, but watch this. They wasn't believing in the miracle for themselves. They were following Jesus to see the miracle, but they wasn't believing that the miracle could manifest in their own life. The woman with the issue of blood, her face separated from them. Nobody else represented religion, but she had faith that separated her. The, the centurion, he had faith that made him stand out. Jesus said, I've never seen faith like this. I'm amazed at this because I've been preaching, I've been teaching, I've been leading, and nobody is in faith. I'm amazed at this faith. Jairus, when he went to Jesus and said, I need you to come to my house because my daughter is sick, Jesus knew he had faith. Faith made him stand out. Your faith is supposed to make you stand out from the world. Your faith is supposed to separate you from the world. Your faith is supposed to separate you from religion. I want to go back to the point of Jesus being able to go see about those while you're in his presence. I want you to understand, family, how who God is and how he flows. God is and how he flows. Now, I want to back up. What I said to you earlier, when it comes to uh, Jesus healing this centurion's servant, Jesus going to this man's house, healing his servant while he was still talking to him. Watch this. I'm going to point something out that God said in Acts chapter 9. Because even in Acts chapter 9, watch this. If you're familiar with Acts chapter 9, Saul was on the road to Damascus. Jesus stopped him and says, why are you persecuting me? Saul is blinded. Saul is blinded. Later on, Jesus appears to Ananias. He appears to Ananias. I'm going to say this very quickly. He appears to Ananias. And what did he say in his words? was talking to Ananias while listening to Paul, while listening to Saul pray to him. He, he appeared before Ananias. He says, I need you to go to Saul. I need, he says this, if you read it in Acts chapter 9, verses 10 to 12, God tells Ananias, he says these exact words. He says, Saul is praying to me right now. Read it in the New Living Translation. Read it in the King James Version. He says, Saul is praying to me right now. God was listening to Saul pray to him while he was talking to Ananias. You can't tell me God ain't good. He's giving Ananias an instruction while he's listening to Paul praying. So it goes two ways. From one perspective, while you are in God's presence, God is handling it while you're in his presence. He's taking care of your children while you're in his presence praying for him. But the other side of this family is when your children is praying for you. When your children is praying for you, God is listening to them praying while he's before you. 
my gosh. What a revelation for tonight. This is why your faith needs God to do things for you. Beyond where you are. Talking about the faith of the centurion. Talking about the faith of the centurion. We're talking about believing of the centurion did. Listen, family, I want to take this moment very quickly before I close this out. You are in a point in your life. You're at a point in your life where you need God to show up like never before. You need God to show up. You need money. You need your bills paid. You need a job. You need ways made. And even if it's not about you, you need you know others who need healing. You you want to you want things in your family to change, situation in your community to change. You want to be a light. You want to be the one that can rise up and change what needs to be changed in the midst of the people you love, in the midst of where you are. You want better for your life. The way to do that is through Jesus Christ. It's through Jesus Christ. He is the only way to succeed in life. You want to be successful? Be successful in life? Can I help you? The only way to be successful in life is to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and to believe in who he is. Romans chapter 9, verse 10 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Shall be saved. How old you are, what your past is, where you come from, it don't matter what your rash, your race is, your nationality is. It don't matter the mistakes you made, the places you've been, the people you've been around, the decisions you made. If you call on the name of Jesus, if you call on the name of Jesus, believe in who he is, what he's done, what he's able to do, believing that he's the son of God, that he is the savior of the world, believing that he died for your sins so that you can have life more abundantly but life eternally so that you can be forgiven, so that you can be reconciled back to God the Father, so you can have a right relationship with him and believing that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to his power that is at work within you. You shall be. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me. I have sinned. Falling short that Jesus Christ died for my sins and rose with all power. I believe Jesus Christ, only true living God, my Lord, personal Savior to my heart, to my life, stay in my life, Holy Spirit, to my heart, to my life, stay in my life, have your way, that I live, to God's word, amen. Family, check it out. If you repeated that prayer after me, we welcome you into the family of God. 
You've always been a part of God's family, but tonight you've officially taken ownership of being a part of God's family, and we celebrate with you. The Word of God says the angels rejoice over just one person who accepts the Lord into their life, but we believe God for many, many more because Jesus is the best thing that can ever happen to you. God's way is the best way. So check it out, family. We encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you go spiritually through the Word of God. Y'all can encourage and inspire each other to stay focused, always pressing forward by faith, showing each other an abundance of love, letting the love of Christ flow through you. Check it out. At this time, family, I'm going to ask Brother Rob to come on for some announcements, and I'm going to come back and close us out. All right, all right. Thank you so much, Minister Merrill, for tonight's episode. Uh, I, I truly enjoyed it, and I really tru- enjoyed the word, and I hope everybody else did. Real quickly, this is a product of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. Whether you're listening to us via phone or if you're listening to us through the, uh, through the Internet, we greatly appreciate your support and your listenership for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And we also appreciate those that share with your friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the, on the air tonight. Anytime we do a live show, we broadcast it live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live show, we do have a call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. And anytime you want to talk to any one of the hosts, you can just press 1, and we'll get you in as quickly as we can. Also, if you want to hear any of our past shows, you can also go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom, where you can just simply type in the show name or the host name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. All right, and uh, we also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook, where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time, we do make major announcements on that social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter under Purpose underscore Kingdom. Uh, well, God's will, God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening, also at the 8 p.m. hour, and it's going to be the turning point. And it's going to be hosted by Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee. So please... Uh, Stay tuned and uh, check us out tomorrow evening. We'll be back here at 8 p.m. for the Turning Points, and that's going to be hosted by Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee. All right, and um, that's uh, almost pretty much the end of the announcements. We also do, don't forget to check out pkn.com, where you can hear 24 hours of music inspiration. All right, with that being said, I'm going to end tonight's announcements, and I'm going to bring back uh, Reverend Marl. Amen. Amen. Well, we thank Brother Rob for the announcements, as always. Family, connect with PKN, uh, Purpose Kingdom Network on Blog Talk Radio. Also, connect with PKN on PKN.com, PKN Radio. Um, Listen, God is doing some great things here at Purpose Kingdom Network, Um, and we're also grateful for what God is doing at By Faith for Good Ministry Incorporated. Uh, This is one big family. We all work together to spread the love and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. So let's close this out. Let's close this out, family. So here it is. Believe and it's done. So I want to share this with you. You know, Jesus has completed at this point, at this point in Matthew chapter 8, Jesus has completed his statements about the amazing faith of the Roman centurion and the future inclusion of Gentiles in the kingdom of heaven, right? And so now Jesus does as the centurion has asked. 
He heals the man's servant without ever going. Um, so at this point, according to the word, you know, when you read it, because the centurion has asked Jesus not to go to his house, naturally, watch this, naturally, catch it. He believed in the authority Jesus has. He believed in the power Jesus has. He believed that Jesus was able to do it. He was before Jesus naturally, but he believed that Jesus could heal simply by declaring the healing. But in the, from a spiritual perspective, while still talking to him. <laughs> so check it out. So it's twofold. Presence of God. Praying for your children or any other people. Doing it for them while you're in his presence. And when they are praying for you, when they are praying for you, he's listening to their prayers while he's doing it for you. That is powerful, right? Just like when he was talking to Ananias while he was listening to Saul pray. God ain't nobody to be played with. You understand that? God is God. Amen? So here's the thing. Jesus tells the man that it will be done for him as he has believed. Jesus is not telling the centurion that his faith is the power uh, ultimately responsible for the work of healing. He is telling him that what he believed uh, was that he believed Jesus could do was done. Yes, he had faith. His faith was a part of it. Because of his faith, believing that Jesus could do it, it was done. What am I saying? He didn't just have faith. He didn't just say he had faith. He didn't just tell people he had faith. He didn't just act like he had faith. He had faith. But along with his faith, he believed that Jesus could do it. So Jesus did it. Did it. Remember also in Matthew when, when the, the, the two blind men came before Jesus and they went in the house and they asked Jesus to have mercy on them and to give them their sight back? And Jesus said, do you believe I can do this? And they said, yes, Lord. And Jesus says, according to your faith, be it unto you. Jesus healed them because they had the faith to be healed, but also because they knew he could do it. Can't doubt God. Know that you know that you know that you know that God can do it. Amen? In other words, Jesus could have healed the servant, whether the centurion, you know, believed it or not. Well, his faith in Jesus has proved true. The servant was instantly healed. So let's wrap this up tonight. For many this may have been one of the most impressive miracles that Jesus performed to heal a person that he did naturally naturally to heal a person hallelujah to heal a person without being there feels like something only God can do but spiritually the Lord revealed to me in the spirit that he was there even though he was asked not to go but just speak the word. The fact that Jesus did provided more evidence that he was the Messiah, the true Son of God. 
here it is, family. I'm wrapping this up. Faith is holding fast to the truth of God's word. It is not shrinking back when faced with difficult circumstances. It is not shrinking into the stormy waves or being overwhelmed by obstacles. It, it is not that. The faith that pleases God is an unshakable assurance that God is true to his word. Unshakable assurance. It is being fully persuaded able to do what he says he can do. So may we use every obstacle we face as an opportunity to exercise faith in God and use every stumbling block in our path as a springboard in developing our faith, our developing our faith in our faithful Father. God, who is faithful. I want to drop this on you, family. Jesus did everything by faith. Jesus is a man of great faith. Jesus who went around healing those who needed healing. Jesus who did nothing more than what his heavenly father expected him to do. Jesus lived in the earth by faith and believed every word of God. I'm talking about Jesus, the rabbi of God, the lion of Judah, the bright and morning star, the bread of life, the alpha and the omega, who walked out of a borrowed grave on the third day and rose with all power, just like he said he would. I want to encourage you tonight, family, because of Jesus' faith, he was never limited in his birth, his death, or his resurrection. Because of Jesus' faith, he was never limited in his birth, his death, or his resurrection. Because of Jesus' faith, Rome could not condemn him. Because of Jesus' faith, the cross could not conquer him. Because of Jesus' faith, the grave could not contain him. Because of Jesus' faith, the Pharisees and the Sadducees could not deceive him. Because of Jesus' faith, Satan himself could not defeat him. Family, if you don't remember anything else, remember this. It is impossible with God. Simply believe. All things are possible to them that believe, as it says in Mark 9 and 23. You just have faith. You got to stay focused. And always. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for life, health, and strength. And I pray for all your children. I pray for good health, for healing, for deliverance. Keep them strong, safe, and healthy at all times. Have your way and bless them abundantly, God. Be glorified. And it is so in Jesus' name. We decree and declare that every prayer request will be a praise report. Father, we stand in agreement according to Matthew chapter 18, verse 19. When two in the earth touch and agree on anything in your name, you said your Father in heaven will do it. In Matthew 18 and 20, you said when two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst. So in the name of Jesus, decree and declare tonight that you will touch, heal, deliver, strengthen, restore, provide, for, protect, lead, and guide all of your children. And it is so in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Check it out, family. For all of my family that's on Purpose Kingdom Network, check it out. I love you so much, and we're going to continue in this series until God says otherwise. You got to keep your faith.
motion. Why? Because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Keep your faith. Greater in store for you. Y'all already know. By faith we good, for we walk by faith by sight. God bless your abundantly family. I love you all, and I'm praying for you always. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose.